Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. He is the minority leader for the Indianapolis City County Council. Brian Mowry joins us. Brian, so tell me about this vote tonight where it sounds like there's going to be a little bit of a property tax hike for the sake of cleanliness and safety downtown. Do I have this right? Well, thank you, first and foremost, for having me on uh, today, Hammer and Nigel, and uh, for allowing me to be on with your listeners. Um, To me, that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, And one thing I've ran a campaign on and I've continually been opposed to is new taxes. Um, To my understanding, this proposal would create a uh, way for downtown to become more clean and safe. However, the amount of funds they're looking at putting towards it through this seem like they should already be in the budget not something we have to tax folks extra for well see that's what you know i was talking about earlier i'm all for the things that they're talking about here cleaner downtown uh less homeless situations no aggressive panhandling you know crime prevention i'm here for all of that but correct me if i'm wrong a budget recently went through why wasn't this part of that i don't think you'll hear anybody say that that we are not here for a clean safe downtown and that's something to keep in mind here is everyone wants a clean safe downtown however you're correct we just passed a 1.5 billion dollar budget where was this at in the budget why could this not have been budgeted for and why are we having to tax people even further if i was in the mile square i'd be wondering where my tax dollars are going actually if i'm going to be asked to be paid more into this than i already am well how how is it being paid for now Uh, you and i your tax dollars uh, to my understanding, there's been appropriations in the past for these things, some of these initiatives that we've done downtown. But like the, I, the, the day, article I read, something about COVID dollars are running out. Oh yeah, I mean we those were uh, you know those are finite dollars, and we knew those were going to end eventually. So now we have to figure out ways to fund these programs that we. And this is a this is an argument that we brought up back when this happened: is how do we continually fund this? Right uh, and. This is now what we're seeing. It's these funds are coming to a sunset, and we're now trying to figure out how we're going to fund these programs we've we've created. I mean, I've worked in marketing before, and I've had to put together a budget. And you have a wish list of things that you want, and if that's the case, you have to make cuts somewhere somewhere else. It sounds like every business pretty much runs the same way, except for the government at the national <laughs> and local levels here. Why haven't there been more conversations about cutting some programs for something more important, which that's what this sounds like? On that level, uh, your guess is as good as mine there. I think that this is something that should be looked at as if if we're going to create this, then we ha- what else do we have to cut? Or what? how can we fund this in a more creative way with maybe not eliminating a program, but uh, cutting some of the funding to it? These, these COVID dollars and ARPA dollars are, 
are funds that we are getting one time, and this has been the my heartburn with all this all these COVID dollars, is that this is that's a one time thing. We're we should not be back in a position where we're getting this kind of money from the federal government. So if we're going to create these programs that folks really like or that helps keep Indianapolis clean and safe. How are we going to continually fund it? But it, it, it also doesn't seem to me hard. like, Brian, I'm sorry to interrupt. It just doesn't seem to me like the city has been doing a very, they're not doing well at their job to begin with when we're talking about safety and cleanliness and homeless outreach. But you're saying we're, we've still been spending money on it these past years, but it doesn't look like it's been working. You know, that's that's one thing I thought would have come up on uh, on Tuesday. Last <laughs> Tuesday was the on the election was something along those lines. Uh, it seems like it's not working, but uh, the ballot box showed otherwise for when folks cast their ballot. You know, I, I don't agree that they're working because I don't see a change. I don't hear people saying, I'm excited to go downtown and spend my weekend down there, or I'm excited for a day downtown to go out and shop and, and frequent the stores and the small businesses that we have downtown. Instead, it's, I'm going to go somewhere else. And Brian, if I understand this correctly, this proposal basically states that a $250 property tax goes on to property owners to pay for this program. Why can't the elected officials, you being one of them, dip into the general fund? Is that allowed? Because listen, I bet enough on sports that I know my tax dollars are going to the general fund. Sports betting money in Indiana, along with other things, goes into this general fund. We've been beat over the head with the surplus in the state of Indiana from the governor and everybody else. Why can't the biggest city in the state, the financial hub, if you will, reach out and say, hey, instead of taxing the bejesus out of people who are already stretched thin, why can't we dip into one of these different pots? That's kind of what I was getting to on uh, my opening uh, statements there, Jason, was that I think there's no reason we shouldn't have budgeted for this to begin with. Um, And there's no reason that we have to tax folks to no end. If we're wanting to increase the amount of people that are living downtown and coming downtown and working downtown, and having their business open in downtown, I don't. Th- I don't think that taxing them to no end is going to be the way to entice people to come downtown and live and have their business. Um, this is something I think should have been budgeted for, not to, not something that we're going to put on the folks of downtown. But we see we're, we're seeing this in other um, cities like San Francisco. Uh, Governor Newsom and uh, the, the the city officials there cleaning, up, literally wiping homeless people uh, off the street, cleaning up because they're getting ready for all the, you know Biden and President Xi and the coming in. Uh, we saw it like on on Monument Circle when the NCAA tournament happened a couple of years ago. Uh, everybody got you know the streets got cleaned up in the city. It seems like we should be able to do that if. if if we could do it for certain events or certain leaders coming to town, then why can't we do it every day for the people that live here? Nigel, you're absolutely right. I'll be honest with you. You lost me when you started to say San Francisco, California. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, You lost me a little bit there, but you brought me back in with the Big Ten tournament. Um, you're right, though, at the end of the day. Why can't this be done every day? Because, you know, when I look at San Francisco, I guarantee you within the next you know week after the, everything's all settled, that's going to be right back to where it was. Yeah. Um, but why can't we continually have this program in place that's going to help 
facilitate these folks that need, have these needs. Um, your guess is as good as mine. It should have been budgeted for. It's something I think a lot of people have wanted to see, but the city hasn't been there to completely do something like they've done in San Francisco where they eradicated the homeless problem overnight. Is it too late, Brian? Because I know this vote happens uh, at tonight's meeting, and I know you, being the Republicans, are completely outnumbered in this thing, but is it too late to kind of pitch to everybody, listen, there are other ways we might be able to move some money around to fix this without raising taxes, or is this pretty much written in stone, we're about to have our taxes raised? It's kind of twofold, I would say. I think that you're definitely going to hear that question tonight, um, as well as you're going to see the response to that question, plus where their uh, where their priorities are aligned with. And a lot of times, you know, we can be the voice of reason, but that falls on deaf ears. Um, and I would hope that we could come to something tonight where we're not taxing folks. Rather, we're trying to find monies within our own budget to fund this. I mean, even if I'm a Democrat, Brian, if I'm a Democrat on the council, they could do a victory lap on this, too. You know, we're cleaning up downtown. We're not raising your taxes. I mean, I think that's something everybody should be able to come to the table on, I would think. You and I both. Uh, I would think that would be exactly something we come to the table on. However, you know, We've seen what's happened of late, and I, I don't know that that's going to be something that's actually considered. The fact that it wasn't considered already in the budget is uh, alarming to me to begin with. Brian Mowry, he is the minority leader for the Indianapolis City County Council, representing District 25. Counselor, thank you so much for your time, and uh, keep us up to date on what happens tonight. Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate you having me on.